Welcome to the Fat Girl Slim Podcast. I'm Gabby. And this is Amy. And we are identical twins who live up to the name Fat Girl Slim. And this week we're talking about Amy. Me. It's all about Amy this week. It's all about me. We um, are following on from what we did in our previous episode, which is just talking about me and my journey. And obviously, even though we are twins, um, we're individuals. So mm. we both have... Very, we, we we both had different journeys. We've struggled with the same things and all, but um, you know, I think we have we had different ways to cope. Yeah, right. And our personalities are actually quite different. For those oh. of you know you guys who actually know us, you know that you know Gabby's a little more more introverted. I'm a little bit more extroverted. So, in the way that we've approached our weight, I think has been a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'll just, I'll just start. I mean, you've already heard Gabby's kind of bit more of a background of like the family life and, you know, what we were dealing with as, um, you know, a really tight knit family yeah. in the, you know, in, just our childhood. in our childhood and facing the trauma and everything that we did with, um, you know, some of the men and, well, not some of the men from a man in our life. And, um, so we won't bore you with that, but I'll just give you like a kind of like a brief outline of like where it's kind of been for me and in, in cool. my life. Sounds so, good. So um, starting when I was a child, I was a little chubby kid, you know, classic little, probably a few too many kilos heavy, but like adorable. Like yeah. that's when it was cute. Right? Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was never really an issue for me in my weight because I mean, yeah, I was a chubby kid, but also there was a lot of other chubby kids. It was just, you know, baby weight. Yeah. And, um, for us, it didn't turn out to be, but no. for quite a few of them, it did. Yeah. Um, and so my weight issues kind of only really started to come apparent to me when I started entering in like intermediate and high school. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, I wasn't bullied, but you know, things were said that, you know, made you think, oh, like they actually do just see me as like a fat kid and yeah. I'd have crushes at school and would never think that anyone would want to act on them because I saw myself as this little fat kid. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I think those issues are always really like relevant to young girls because oh, all they want is to be looked at in that kind of like adoring way. Like, oh my God, she's so beautiful and so yeah. pretty, but I never felt that way about myself. And so yeah. in high school, especially, it was like, the idea of a boyfriend was, like, so far-fetched for me. And, and in fairness, I mean, the guys that... A lot of the guys we went to school with were shallow, and, and they did They would be. Yeah, it's and, the and, age. No, totally. And also, I mean, no one ever talked about, you know, even plus size then. It wasn't even a It thing. wasn't a thing. You it was like, need... you're fat, you're fat, you're ugly. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know, and so I think it was kind of like... Well, we weren't interested in, in boys at school because... They were just, they were not our kind of people, were they? Well, no, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, you'd look at boys, you were friends with boys, but it was never like, wanted to take it seriously. No, because those were all the skinny girls. But Yeah, but I think that's like where the weight held like us back. Yeah. Like, I think if we actually like, didn't see ourselves in that way, mm. we, we probably actually would have been, you know, more into that side of things. Oh, you're but your own worst enemy. Totally. And, you know, you are, I saw something on TikTok today. And it was like, um, you're fat positive until it's your body. It's so true. And I was like, that is so... It's so true. so true. Like, nobody ever looks at anybody... Well, I speak for myself. I don't look at anybody else going, oh, my God, look at the bloody size of her. Oh, no, totally. Like, 
you know, but mm. I, we, we, everybody speaks so terribly about themselves. It's yeah. just so ridiculous. And so especially when you're a teen. Exactly. Those hormones and everything you're going through. It's just like your head's getting bashed. Yeah. With where to fit in and what to do, how to act, and yeah. you think everybody's looking at you, and it's mm. just so like not relevant, but it like so was at the time. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So moving on from high school, I left school um, in my last year, just after Gabby had left. It was kind of like, what do I do without my twin sister by my side? Like, Gabby left in the first, I think the first week of the first term in your last year as yeah. I guess like I'm out and I'm like <laughs> for me. yeah and I'm like oh my god like I can't this is so weird without Gabby I mean we'd done school together all of our lives mm. so it was I lasted till the end of the term and I went into my first full-time job which was super full-on and really exciting and I mean I, I had just turned 16 mm-hmm. like I had no idea what I was getting myself into no. I was traveling through New Zealand going to Australia to do trade shows and sell to people so like my personality and being a confident individual had to be something that came to the surface yeah right which wasn't which wasn't huge in school you no. were quite you, Amy was quite quiet yeah I was really shy in school yeah and now it's the opposite totally but Um, I think I had to absolutely I had to prove myself yeah yeah and and you you have to you have to change at some point in your life and especially if you're customer facing or whatever yeah I mean fake it till you make it it was and it was faking it till I made it because it was just so different for me Mm -hmm. so I um I did that for quite some time, really kind of grew myself into what I thought was a, you know, like success for my age and my career. And I was doing really well, but there was like some major issues within that workplace that really like caused some serious issues within how I felt about my body and my image. So my boss was, they had this kind of like, they saw me as kind of like a niece figure. And I think that's where the problem was. It was like that professional relationship wasn't there. And they saw me as somebody that they could actually like fully unleash their opinion and their lifestyle on. So I was told that I wasn't um, in their image, that I need to change my lifestyle because it doesn't fit within the brand. Um, They they, offered to pay for my gym. They... um, paid for my Jenny Craig like if I had like Burger King for lunch one day they would say why are you eating that you should be eating better and like as a very influential 16 year old girl it was so horrendous and it's horrendous it really was no matter the age I agree especially as a young woman who is already super insecure yeah and like really young for being in the workforce as well like I was just wasn't worldly you know and it was really tough really really tough and yeah so I ended up I mean I didn't leave because of them being that way I, I left in due course yeah um, and went into, um, you know, a more of a retail-centered role mm-hmm. where I could kind of just, like, get rid of that, like, hardcore responsibility yeah. on my shoulders because I came away from there with diagnosed PTSD on how they treated me, yeah. which was, like, you know, and I was, like, really depressed and yeah. it, like, fully got me down. Yeah. So went to this, um, you know, retail role and it was very physical. So I ended up losing a lot of weight. I think it was, like... 40 kilos Mm. um because it was such a physical role and I had like taken up drinking and I was drinking a lot because I'd met all these amazing young people in my life who like were just 
not they didn't look at me and think oh she's the fat girl like yeah. they just saw me as anybody else yeah. and so yeah it was like my party phase which was you know like really fun but not great for the mental health oh no but i mean you ha- like you all do it totally like like it, it, it just comes there. with like your age and all that it just happens it's it's just such a pity because <laughs> like i'm sorry it really affected the way that i also interacted with men you know, like, I was, like, all I wanted to do was snog guys because mm. I just felt like I was finally this person that people found attractive. Absolutely. And it was, like, oh, my God, I've been, like, wasting my young life. Yeah. You know, I, I had my first kiss at 19, yeah. which is, like, you know, like, quite old considering. And, you know, my life... It was just like, I just want to snog guys and I want to snog them all. And, and I did, you frankly. Did. I did. Yeah. And it gets you in the cycle of like, oh, my God, like, they find me attractive and that's so refreshing. But mm. also, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, mm. where is your value? Mm. Mm. So moving on from there, I got into my first fully committed, fully enveloping, like, fairy tale, what I thought was a fairy tale love story Mm -hmm. and um that relationship i started off slim and packed on oh yeah but everybody does oh yeah no but we're talking like my binge eating the like it was bad yeah it was like that comfort and also like that i want you to prove to me that you still love me even when i'm fat right like isn't that screwed up Oh, but it is what it is, Amy. No, but it's screwed up. Yeah, no, it, it is. But, I mean, you know, at, at the time, that obviously is what felt right. And... And, and, it, and I think it was honestly desperation to feel wanted yeah, yeah. and loved. And, like, that comes down to my, you know, daddy issues as well. But, yeah. but I think that's why I kind of rushed into that, even though maybe it didn't feel like... And in the beginning, it was, like, so lovely, but later on it just didn't feel right. And mm. I was, like emotionally tormented my entire relationship with Mm. that person based on my weight and how he didn't find me attractive and how I should need to stick to a diet and like it was horrendous yeah and I think it's it was also pop calling kettle totally you know so it's not like they were the epitome epitome of of health of health of lifestyle yeah Yeah, i mean and you know i think that's often the way isn't it like it's just hypocritical and that's hard yeah Um, and it's hard to see in in a situation where you're like you are so in love with somebody you're blinded by that and you kind of believe what they're saying to be true yeah and so you beat yourself up and Mm. then by beating yourself up all you want to do is eat because that's my coping mechanism yeah so like that was a real like, that was really hard. And I actually didn't realise how hard that was until I got out of that relationship. Yeah. And the only reason I got out of it was because that person had been cheating on me. Yeah. Right? You know, like, I probably... I mean, I was engaged, so I probably would have married him. Yeah. And I would have been dealing with that potentially the rest of my life. Yeah. Or as long as it, it lasted until we were divorced. Yeah. Right? So, you know, getting out of that relationship, as much as it was super difficult... um. 
like at the time mm. I was like completely broken mm. but like the later it was the more I could actually understand that that was the right thing for me and I can't believe I even put up with being treated that way yeah. and being attacked about my weight yeah um and so what happened with once the engagement ended, my dear popper passed away a week later. So yeah. it was just like this absolute clusterfuck of just, you know, like, <laughs> Ames, how are you going to cope? Mm. Like, you've got an amazing support around you, but girl, like, the, you know, the most important men in your life have just disappeared. Mm. How are you going to, you know, pick yourself up and get through it? Mm. So from there, um, I... I, yeah, I was like not in a good place, right? Mm. So I wasn't, my anxiety was through the roof. So I wasn't eating. I was feeling sick all the time. Like I just couldn't even, like, I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to drink for a while. Mm. Um, but then it got to a point where it was like drinking and just hardly eating. Yeah. And it was going out yeah. and it was, you know, putting myself in some pretty dangerous situations with men, yeah. trying to cope with the, you know, emotional distress and heartbreak. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, again, I was in this position where I had lost weight, not a whole heap at this point, but I had lost enough weight for me to feel like, oh, maybe somebody will actually want me. Yeah. And I got put in situations with men who had like fetishes around bigger women and then had men that actually thought I was too big and told me that was the reason that they, you know. So like just not good for mental health. Like it was just horrendous. It was really horrendous. And and then it just became this like on like going cycle of just acting out. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was like that for about a year. Yeah. Um, and that really, that really, I was going to my counsellor through this whole thing, so I was looking at that big picture of, like, what was actually happening to me. Yeah. You know, how I was managing with the grief. Yeah. And, like, that, that heartache. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I still think, like, it just came down to the way that I viewed my body. Because it was like, it I don't value, was. I don't value what I look like. And... In turn, I'll accept shit. Yeah, you did, though. Because that's the way I saw myself. Yeah, you literally used to message people and say to them, I just want you to know that, like, you know, I am a plus-size girl. Like, I hope that's okay with you. And they're already matched with you. Exactly. And they don't, like, on my pictures on my dating profiles, with like, they were fully aware of, like, the fact yeah, that I was a curvy needed, girl. To make but I sure. needed, yeah, I needed to tell them I because, know. like, the idea of me turning up to a date and them being, like shocked by my appearance and my body like I don't know about you Gabs but you probably had this all the time you know oh you've got such a beautiful face oh and like yeah that's really lovely but like what are you saying about the rest of me oh, like no, that totally. it's like such a backhanded compliment yeah and it was that kind of mentality yeah. that I just had to kind of like make sure that it wasn't going to be that situation yeah. yeah so you know I mean I'd lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. because I was acting out I was drinking I wasn't eating and I was in a place where I was like at a weight that you know I still felt was like not good enough for oh, yeah. body dysmorphia issues but like a weight where I was at it was more manageable I yeah. could like do my shoes up without like honestly breaking my back and yeah. you know like stupid stuff like that yeah. but it was just easier yeah, yeah. and then I ended up in this incredible friendship with a guy that I had known for a very long time yeah. and he'd also lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And so it was like we had that in common anyway. Yeah. 
and um I'll cut the long story, but essentially we ended up, you know, giving it a go in a relationship. I'm still with him. and He is like seriously the love of my life because he has been like so supportive mm-hmm. and like irrelevant of my size, yeah. you know, and I've put on a lot, a lot of weight in this relationship. And that is down to, again, just like comfortable relationship, not going out and partying. My anxiety is at a like good level. I'm on meds. And, like, all I want to do is just eat and drink and be, like, joyful. Yeah. And, you know, it's... That happens when you're in totally healthy relationships. It does. And, and, and it's... It, it's a... It's not a bad... It's a, it's a bad thing because it's unhealthy. But, like, it's kind of a good sign in a relationship because it's like, you know, you are comfortable enough to That's be right. yourselves. And yeah. And you feel like you can just be yourself and so you know comfortable relationships people always put on weight whether you're smaller or not exactly it's bound to happen yeah um but i think it's how your partner is towards that relationship absolutely and if you know i mean encouraging no binging or anything but aware that it's a comfort and you and your partner both understand it as understand that your crutch, you know, as individuals is, is food, food for both of you. Absolutely. So, you know, like it's not like it's just you that is like the binger or exactly. that loves food or whatever. It's like you have and that in common, which is like, yeah, it's great. It's great but but it's, also it's enabling. Absolutely. It's enabling. And I think, you know, like, but it's also lovely to have somebody in your life that you can like, confide in and well, be and like completely understand and completely get it yeah. be like, i'm really struggling with this yeah. and then he's like i totally get it and it's yeah. like really nice to be heard and listened to yeah. for once in, in a relationship yeah um you know and i think like i'm so happy where i am in terms of my relationship you know and how i am made to feel right yes. like i am made to feel like i am like the best bitch in the world yeah. like he honestly believes it yeah. and like that is awesome yeah that's how you should be treated mm. but it doesn't mean that i absolutely am not. any happier no, with myself no, no absolutely <laughs> not and i think and that is why it's a personal journey yeah um and and i mean everything that you've gone through in your life all it makes you so that's why you know you go through certain things or think that like this is your self-worth or like yeah i don't deserve this or people don't like me this way or and and then yeah it's just it's a toxic little cycle it is and there's it's really hard to move forward it it really is and you know like when i look back at like the reasons that i have dieted in the past and lost weight it was all for like other people to look at me and think oh yeah that girl's hot or that girl's really beautiful and and you've actually never done it in a healthy way no never and and i think that's something is that amy's been able to lose weight yeah and it's you know everyone's like oh yeah it's amazing and stuff but then for me and and like the family and stuff looking at it from the inside actually being like it's like yeah she's losing weight all good but actually 
that it's actually more toxic. It's painting a, a picture that is just not well. It's, like, it's it's actually you were healthier when you were binging and stuff. Yeah. Um. In a mental sense. In a mental sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A- even physically, the drinking and stuff that you were doing. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, it's good that obviously. Um, it's not that you found food again because you always had food, but there was a point where you didn't want to eat at all, which was difficult. Um, but yeah, I think drinking has been a huge part of your journey. Yeah, it has. In, I guess, a positive and a negative way. Totally. I mean, I love a drink. I do. Yeah. And I've kind of found... And, but there's nothing wrong with that. No. And no. I've, I've found more control with it now, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But it was like, there were definitely times in there when it was like yeah. really unhealthy yeah. and, and yeah. Addi- in, in an addiction sense because yes. I suffer with, you know... Well, I mean, I think... We've any... got addictive personalities. Exactly. We're born into it as yeah. well. You know, like yeah. our dad was a smoker. Like that gets passed down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's stuff like that. I'm kind of in this place now where I'm, like, wanting to do, like, weight loss for me. Like, it's for my own It needs worth. to be. And it does need to be. And but, I'm, like, finally here. But, like, it's, for, for me, before, not before surgery and probably not before my Weight Watchers diet, but maybe before that, I did it for other people. Yes. I did it for, like, oh, I want my partner to know that I'm doing this because, like, that will benefit him. Yes. Or, like, yes. you know, I, I'm doing this because I have a crush on a boy or Yeah, or whatever. I want it to be easier just to do things in general for them so totally. I can go out with them and do what they want to do. Totally. But it's actually not like, oh, I want to do this for me. Yeah. For me to be healthier. For, for just for me not for anybody else and I think that's probably a struggle for most I want to be able to wipe my ass without standing up now if there's any bigger girls listening they will remember that struggle like you take it for granted to be able to stay seated on the toilet Mm. and wipe your bum and I know that sounds horrendous see I didn't have I think I had that it was more of a struggle, but I never had to stand up. But we're, <laughs> we're different body shapes. But if you've got a big ass. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You've got a big ass. Yeah. And, you, you know, you got to wipe your bum or, you know, whatever. It's, I mean, it's friggin' difficult. Oh, everything. Everything is more difficult. I'm just friggin' over it. Yeah. I'm so over it. So leading it, we'll lead into that. So I have actually made the decision to go ahead with um, weight loss surgery, which has been something that I've been umming and ahhing about mm. since Gabby had the procedure done. Um, I guess, you know, Gabs has done so incredibly well with her journey, and it, but it hasn't been easy. And I think, you know, like being able to see it firsthand and be able to support Gabs through it and hear all about it has like led me into a place of like, it's not rose-tinted glasses anymore. Mm. It's full reality. I've seen how brutal and hard it is, mm-hmm. but something that, you know, has to be done for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a very fortunate position yeah. with my family, with my amazing mum, that she's able to, you know, help me finance this and, you know, do this as a priority for me and also for my future. Yeah. And so, yeah, the balls are... Like, they're all, like, up in the air at the moment. Everything's kind of happening. So mm. it's a lot going on. So, you know, it's, it's like, amazing to be able to look at it now, you know, talking about my past and, you know, yeah. where we've started with this and, yeah. like, kind of feeling like I'm finally getting to where 
I've needed to be all this time. Yeah. Well, needed to be for you. That's right. And and your health, you know, and I think it's easy to forget, especially if you've been fortunate enough to be quite a healthy plus size person. I know for me, I I was always like quite I mean, from the outside and bloods and stuff, always wow. always good or everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, not if you went any deeper and things like that. But, like, you know, I wasn't diabetic or anything exactly. like that. So, you know, I actually was quite a healthy plus-size person. And I think, you know, you don't actually you don't actually think about your physical health yes. as much if you're actually quite well. Yes. And, but it is absolutely something that needs to be because... Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's easy to forget because, you know, we're young and... You know, you're still quite mobile and, you know, your joints aren't hurting and things like that, you know, even though they should. But, but they will and it won't no, take exactly. long. And so it's not just for your mental health and, you know, your, your, like your looks and everything, but actually for your physical health, it, it's great. And you're adding years to your life. You and, are. And that is really... And that's it. That's a huge thing. If not, I think the biggest thing. And I is think what you know, surgery is all about. You will be missing out as a young person doing mm-hmm. the surgery young. You know, and and you and you are for a short for a short amount of time. Yeah, but also, I feel like I, for like for me, like I was, I wasn't ready mentally, but I already feel like I wasted years right by not doing it. Because I mean, I wasn't going out. Yeah, you were I at literally home. hated myself. Like I was, you know, so. It's kind of like, oh, God, I actually, I should have done this sooner. in my early 20s or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, you can't look at it like that because hindsight's a beautiful thing and everything. And I, I definitely wasn't even mentally prepared to even consider the fact that Absolutely. I would do that. Um, but, but, yeah, big big steps and, and, you know, you've got an amazing support network, not just your family, but, you know, friends and everything in your life. And, and you'll smash it. And, you know, you're lucky that you have me to literally just have those questions because yeah. um, I had a lot of them when I yeah. was, you know, researching and things. And, and I definitely don't know at all, but, um, you know, first-hand experience and, and doing research of my own and stuff and just even just being like, oh, do you think I can have this? Or is that too high in fat? Or is that too high in sugar? Exactly. And, you know, just yeah. stupid shit like that. Yeah. That is just going to... I think is going to be make it a lot easier for you. You know, I think I, to be honest, I don't think I would have even considered weight loss surgery if you hadn't have done it. And I think just because the sacrifice to me just seemed so immense. Yeah. I didn't know enough about it. I didn't yeah. know anybody that had had it. Yeah. it. It was financial. It's financially a lot of money. Yes. And so, you know, if I hadn't have probably seen it firsthand, I, you know, I probably would never have even thought about it because mm. It does kind of seem like something that older women do tend to steer yeah, towards. Which is a real shame because I think... Yeah, it like, is. Yeah. I mean, you need to be mentally prepared and you need to realise the sacrifice that you're... Yes. You know, making. Yes. But also, I'm glad I did it younger because I already feel like I said wasted years. Yeah. Um, and so I can, you know, for people that are in their 40s and 50s and even 60s, it's just such a shame that... Um, you know, they've they've most likely struggled with their weight their whole life and they only have just been in maybe the financial position or um just the position, you know, after kids or whatever. Yeah. To do it. Exactly. And, and it's a shame because I really would encourage from my personal experience, um, 
younger people to do it if they know what they're in, in for. One hundred percent. You know, like people have often said, you know, like, oh, it is, you know, the easy way out. And it's like, you've actually got no bloody idea. Oh, and it's the opposite. And and I think that's because, you know, it's been talked about a lot more, but it's also like still being plus size. It's still like frowned upon. I mean, look at Louise Wallace this week. I mean, what was it? She said on the morning show, AM show, whatever it was, that people who are obese and fat should have gaffer tape, which is like duct tape, taped over their mouths so they can stop eating. Yeah. You know, like, that mindset is still so relevant in society. And and I don't think that is going away anytime soon. But I think the re... I think, you know, having weight loss surgery is tainted by those kind of opinions in society. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, and I think it's hard to not be influenced by those kind of people, but you've just got to, you know... Just not listen to it. It's hard. It's I mean, as somebody who's experienced that yeah. in the workplace and we, relationships, we both have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. you know, it's hard because it's none of their damn business. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. But I think you know, it, it makes us who we are, and you know, we're stronger for it. And and I think that's just life in general. That whether it's weight related or just you know your personality or whatever. I mean, it all it all makes you. And, you know, I think the, the perk of going through this is that, you know, like I'm an, ex, I'm an ex-fatty. Yeah. But I'm so passionate about weight loss and yeah. weight and the effects that it has on people that I would never do what others have done to me. Never. And, and you know, for our future generations and stuff, yes. they're going to get taught right. That's right. And so, you know, there's, there's that, there's that yes. at least. Yes. And, you know, I, I met some new girls and stuff and we were talking about weight and things. And, you know, I just get so, not angry, just very passionate about how I feel. There about is nothing wrong with that. Certain people getting treated certain ways and everything. And, you know, it's something that we were all agreeing with and discussing. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's important to It's important to be with out. like-minded people. Yeah. And I think that's, like, some advice, like, if I'm going to pass on any advice, is, you know, from my experience and from Gabby's experience... Surround yourself with people who understand and can relate to you and accept you. Because yeah. if you're with people who are judgmental and are constantly on your back about it, yeah. it's no good for you. And you yeah. have to surround yourself with people who adore you, yeah. irrelevant, you yeah. know, and put themselves out there as well. Like it's a two-way street and yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah, Definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of wraps up Amy's story. I mean, you know, our stories are still going, and I, this is obviously just, the, you know... This is where we're at at the where, moment. Where we're at. Um, so thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. It's, like, quite intimate, you know? Like, it's, mm. like, a lot of things that you wouldn't normally share, but I think, you know, being able to put this out there for people to understand that the way that they're feeling about whatever they're going through, whether it's being plus size or you feel like you're not eating enough or you're drinking too much or anything like that. Like, I think it's good to know that people are in the same boat. Mm, Like, mm. we've all bloody dealt with it. I think there's comfort in, you know, hearing other people's stories and and everything. So, well, um, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And um, we, our next topic we're going to discuss is food. Um, so that will be quite a good one. And, um, so we hope you guys stick around. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, um, 
See you next time. Bye. Bye.